How effective is China's intelligence apparatus? Cutthroat. That's the difference. What we do is really good. What they do is cutthroat. War casualties are not. Yeah, war, war casualties are not an issue. It's 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 a different mo. Yeah, it's a different, it's different modus, modus operandi. Like we're trying to be clandestine. We try to get in, get out. Nobody knows that we're there. The Chinese are bulls in a china shop. beneficial to the united states because our real threat is seven thousand miles away yep and if we don't get a chance to practice pro a, a protracted war halfway across the globe then we're going to get caught with our pants down when china invades taiwan because yep. guess how far away china is from taiwan only 80 miles further than russia was from ukraine well according to one china danny here taiwan's <laughs> a part of china oh. that's not one china danny <laughs> that's one china biden too and, I'm and, sure. yeah, we, sleepy, sleepy joe's got a big meeting on tuesday this will all go yep. away don't, don't don't worry don't fret he's got it under control isn't china already shooting fucking missiles towards taiwan absolutely yeah. That's they're showing they're showing what their capability is. What happened a few weeks ago with maybe a month ago now? I think it, I think it's been a while. But the there was the Communist Party meeting in China and you had I forget the fucking guy's Hu name. Jintao, and all, yeah, that Xi dude. Jinping, yeah. He was like this old dude sitting next to Xi Jinping. <laughs> and then like security came in and like started yanking his ass out of the chair. And Xi's just sitting. That was like the ultimate like, yeah, sorry, fam. Like. Don't know what's going on. His, like, what happened there? Historians <laughs> and politicians, I'm sorry, historians and political scientists around the world cringe when Julian talks about world international. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking Good. old guy sitting there. And, this guy gets ripped up. It's on TikTok. And he turned around. Somewhere there's a... He puts a new school spin on he it. He does. Somewhere there I've does. never heard anybody who knows more about the CIA and the FBI and the U.S. government than Julian. I, I swear to God. There's a, there's, a, there's a Harvard professor somewhere sitting there like, I made a career out of studying <laughs> political science <laughs> so that this guy could call this Hu Jintao ima- some old guy. Ima- imagine David Satter <laughs> sitting across from me, 50 years, like Financial Times, like Moscow correspondent. I'm oh. saying shit like this. He's like, oh. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> but anyway, so, so yeah. Jim, what 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 happened, there? Jim? I'm doing a bunch of talks. So, so if you, if you I'm, I'm jumping this, in, man. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, I'm learning. I don't want to stop. I'm listening all of and you, learning. Man. You know me. It's just all about. Breaking we have to all bones. figure this out. We never done four like. There's mics never before. been. Has there ever been a podcast with FBI and CIA at the same table? Right before 9/11. I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, it didn't happen. It did not happen. It did not happen. This is good. We're we're actually setting the mark here. We're bringing high, high water mark right here, boys. That's gonna get clipped. One step at a time. Yeah. One step oh at a time. God. That's going to be in documentaries oh, 10 years boy. from now. Yeah, it is. Well, Lord. But no, in all honesty, I do think this is a pretty cool para. It's like, really cool. Yeah. You, this is something that probably, I'm honestly, it could probably never happen if we were active CIA, active DOD, or active no. FBI. Because there would be so much bureaucracy to get through. Somebody would oh. say no, it would be too high risk. The editing would be outrageous. The ownership rights would be outrageous. I mean, publicly, you guys aren't active, but no. private. Yeah, according to the comments, yeah. you guys well, are you guys are both still guys active. Both Did you get a description still. of the old guy that get ripped out of the chair? That might have been me. No, I'm gonna kill. No, no, he was he was Asian. Yeah. Who was, was the guy that got? Who Chinese was the guy, guy that got ripped out of the chair? So that his name was Hu Jintao. So who can we find that? Yeah, what you what you saw? You speak Chinese too, so you were my, definitely my, listening. To my that. Chinese is rusty. If you can imagine, like like cobwebs in an attic kind of thing, <laughs> that's what my Chinese. You haven't been like keeping up. How long did it take you to learn Chinese? Uh, technically it took me four years Isn't it to, called Mandarin? to speak at a fifth grade level. 
Okay. So yeah, the military taught me for a long time and it never got very good. Where were you, Monterey? No, I was actually at the Air Force Academy. Oh. Yeah. All right. Mm. Monterey's the best language. I asked for Monterey, but yeah, but that's out of budget. Yeah. No, the uh so what you saw with the, it's called the 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 party congress. You saw the I think it was the 20th party congress. It's the party congress that happens. It may have been the 50th. But it happens every two years, every 10 years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, do we that? have the video? You should pull up the video, too. Um, there's so much video, it's going to be hard to find a good The Jerusalem one. Post. Yeah, very reliable, very reliable source right there. Is it? No. <laughs> Not even close. It might as well just be called Israel's Always Right, The World is Always yes. Wrong Post. Wow. Yes. But, this uh, is how it happened. The rest of you are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> See you at the club. See you at the club. But yeah, what... What's what you're seeing happen between China right now and the West, right? Let's just collectively call it the West is Xi Jinping is correctly realizing that this is this is a time to demonstrate unity and power in the East because the West is struggling under democracy, right? You've got NATO arguing with its with each other's members. You've got uh, you've got Hungary, a NATO partner altogether. Uh, actively trying to propose that Russia should be left alone, mm. right? Like you've got internal conflict in NATO. You have the disaster of what our of what our midterm elections just turned into, mm. right? Uh, basically, a how so? A, another gridlock, a, a gridlock, continued gridlock with with transfer of power looking like it's most likely going to go to the Republicans in Congress, which means the purse strings of the government are going to get tied down. So you know, blue Senate, blue uh, executive. Uh, a red Congress, that mm -hmm. just means money's getting tight. Yep. Mm. It doesn't mean that we're going to start getting along. If anything, it means... We're as divided as we've ever been. Yeah. And, and these elections are showing that. It's right down the middle. So yeah. it doesn't so, matter. So what you know? Xi Jinping wants to do is he knows that the win for, the, for China and the win for Chinese influence around the world is to show that China can get stuff done. Where the West can't even figure out their own backyard but why yeah. is he taking a senior citizen out of like the the nursing home because Play the video? Hu, hu jintao is the only other person that carries anywhere near as much influence as xi jinping he doesn't look like he know he knows what he ate for lunch today yeah no. don't don't mistake the way that an old man looks yeah, he sat in she's seat before dude, she man. sat there look at this look at look at g's face look that is this. the ultimate like throw yep. some sunglasses yep. on him with a cigarette and say not in here bitch yep. he's like, like oh yeah so this is also important because if you watch Oh, is he, he trying, if to, you get he's to, trying to resist? So if you get no, he's not resisting. He's just okay. he's just an old guy. He's asking questions. You see him keep reaching yep. for that sheet of paper. Yep. Why, why, he's trying to ask. Listen up, Julian. He's trying to ask questions about why changes were made to the panel without his approval. And now, as he's being marched out, watch how nobody yeah. looks at him. Nobody looks at him because they realize this is a move that she is making. So they're not looking. No eye contact. No eye contact. Yep. These are. All when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All people that have worked under Hu Jintao, wow. and they're all essentially demonstrating their defer, their deferral to Xi Jinping. This is a clear message to the world that Xi Jinping wow. is the consolidated source of power in China and that they are unified behind Xi Jinping. So what happened to him? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. What is probably his... nothing. I mean, the dude's the dude is a legend in China. He's probably living in some nice 
pagoda up in the mountains. Oh, just that's nice. Being left alone. All right. He got right? a nice retirement package. They yeah. gave him Pebble Beach. He's too big, <laughs> like, too big to just be disappeared. Too important to be disappeared. But could you imagine that ever happening here? No. Imagine somebody walking Sleepy Joe out. He'd no. go the wrong way. But, oh my gosh! <laughs> so that guy's equivalent to like what? He's equivalent to like the Xi Jinping a, before Xi. Yeah, he was no. when Bush was around and, and oh, Obama first. Came. Yep. Yeah, he's he's the guy that essentially so, modernized China, brought China into the fold of world superpowers. Why do you talk about? And and I think some of it's obvious to people listening, but I just want to hear you express it. Like when you're always going right to China as the main adversary here. And you, to quote you on the Patrick Beth David podcast, you said you were stationed in Asia. You're not allowed to say where, but what languages do you speak again? Thai, Chinese, and Japanese. Okay, so you said you do the math, right? So obviously this is a topic you know something about. Like what makes them the ultimate threat and, and like what's your worst case scenario with our relations with China over the next 10 years? I, I look – here. here's what I – when I think about and this has been going on forever as long as I've been serving – it's been the same deal. And, and the fact of the matter is the Bureau has ne- really not geared up on the side of foreign counterintelligence mm-hmm. on, on that side of the house. They've worried about other things that are here in our backyard in their mind, what they can see, the drugs, you know, the murder, the organized crime. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, they're just destroying every part of what we do and how we do it. And what I always look at is look at the focus on the face of 18 and 19-year-old Chinese Communist Party soldiers. Look at that. Look at the ferocity that comes with that. Look at Then look at our kids. Look our, at our generation. Our, our military yeah, recruitment kind of, crisis right now. Exactly. We, can, we actually lowered our standard by 10,000 and missed the, the quota by 15,000. We're not even getting new soldiers into our military We right can't now. do it. We can't find and the, what they say is, well, we don't really want the kid with, you know, some type of indictment or some type of misdemeanor Need because that. you just don't know that. Listen, we have no choice. I, like I said, lowered it, lowered it by 10,000, missed it by 15. That This has never happened ever, ever in the history of the military. So what do we do now? So then you got people talking about, well, we should have, you know, a two week service after high school. And then you go, All right, come on, are you fucking crazy? Parents will be, that'll be the most corrupt program in the history of the United States Mm. as parents are buying their kids way out of it. So that's, it starts there. It starts with the commitment to country and cause. And so whatever's done there, and obviously we can only imagine what's done in order to keep that in place. And it's a high drive. You know, the culture is a high drive culture. Want to succeed, want to do more, um, want to come to the States, study at our Ivy League universities, do the things that they do. And it just carries over into... I, I would love to know what that guy was trying to put forward. Mm. What was he asking? Yeah. All we'll he, never find that out. That's just true. <laughs> right. The reason that you see me jump right to China is because of three main things, right? First, we spent 20 years, just like Jim was saying, we spent 20 years fighting a global war on terrorism. Guess who wasn't involved in the global war on terrorism? Mm. Yeah. China. So that means all of our money, all of our effort, all of our attention was fighting a, con- a, 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 a transnational threat that China wasn't spending any time or any money on. And they were building. They were building building. and they were perfecting how they could penetrate the West because the West was distracted. And how are they doing that? Now here's, so that let's move on to point number two. And watching our mistakes by them, watching what we did wrong. Whenever you go down into a mine, right? Back in the day, miners used to take, what was it, a parrot? A parakeet? Yeah, a canary. A canary, Canary. yeah. They used to take a canary down into a mine, right? And the reason, and it was because the canary... When the canary bit the dust, that's how they would know that there wasn't enough oxygen to keep the miners alive so they could get out. 
our canary is Australia. Australia knows that. They've been our canary for a long time. So guess what happened about four years ago? Australia realized that Chinese were sending Chinese students, Chinese professors, yeah. Chinese mining experts into Australia specifically to undermine Australian politics, Australian student uh, uh, mindset and mm. ideology. Mission accomplished. And guess who Australia's most important exporter, uh, export import partner is? China. And they were so upset. The Australians, God love them because they're just a fearless bunch of savages sometimes. They were like, we caught you, China. We're going to let the whole world know we caught you, and we're going to penalize you, even though they know that penalizing China means penalizing themselves, right? So Australia's been in this battle with the Chinese for like the last five years. Mm. But why they, were they the most totalitarian in the in the lens of what China was trying to do with when the pandemic just kept going on and on? Don't you're you're distract you're distracted? That's that's a, yeah, that's an offshoot that's not relevant to your first question. Okay, right. So we have our canary. So my three points, right? First, they didn't participate in the global war on terror. So they were just, they were mastering their future plan because they had a, they had a 50 year plan, right? Then we have our canary go off, go off in Australia. And now the third point, they're, they're poised to become the world's economic superpower by 2032. Economics is the re, is what drives everything in the, in human existence, mm. right? The more money you make, the more money you can spend developing weapons, the more military you can build, the more everybody else wants to be your friend mm. because you have the most money. What made the United States the the superpower that we are? Economics. Our economics are starting to fall behind Chinese economics. China knows that, so they're very focused on becoming the world's economic superpower. And once they're the economic superpower, then it's very, very hard for us to catch up after that, which is why you see very the true. race kicking up now. Very Trump true. Trump kind of called attention to it, but the world hated Trump, so the world was kind of not open to his point of view. Exactly. But one of the only policies that carried on from the Trump administration into the Biden administration were the China policies. Yes, I'm mm. seeing that a lot. So those now. are my three points. Sorry to cut you off. No, 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 that was that's perfect. Outstanding. I, was I mean, that's outstanding. And you think about they're all in as well. Um you know, we have I know we have offices near every major university. We at least have one person that sits that's, you know, an experienced counterintelligence person as experienced as the bureau can be. Um, and they sit outside these universities and they recruit assets within to find out what the deal is, whether or not they're, um, you know, actually like a proactive asset, somebody that's trying to do things to harm U.S. or whether they're just gathering information. And if you go to any any major financial institution mm. and or investment bank in the city, you will find interns within that organization who are being recalled back to China in order to report. And then, and we're allowing it to happen. We are, we are kind of nervous about whether or not we should hire or fire or get rid of or even do background checks on these people, where they're coming from, what they're doing, what their incentive is, what their orders are, why they're going back, working for six weeks at a major New York corporation that's moving and shaking, and then heading back for six weeks and then coming back to the States. Do you know, so yeah. Chinese, Chinese students make up the largest contingent of foreign students going yes. to American law schools. Yep. One out of every three of those graduates goes back to China. Why do, is it because they want to learn how to use our laws against us? We don't know what they do when they go back to China. But what we do know is that China knows how China's strategy. If you look at what they did in Hong Kong, yeah. if you look at how they've handled the Bahamas, if you look at how they handled the, the Central America, it certainly mm. suggests what they do in the Bahamas. They the own, FDX. They own the Bahamas, right? <laughs> they, they, yeah. <laughs> FDX. Where, 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 hold oh on. My where God, were you guys bro. on Monday? Where, where, where is were that? both of you on oh Monday? Oh, my God. Where is that, where is that money? 
That is yeah, fucking crazy. The bank account, Jim. At least he got dressed for his interview. <laughs> Yo, what is the story <laughs> with Sorry, the kid? I digress. Are you aware of the kid? What's the story with the the kid? Sammy Bankman fine. Yes, or, oh, the dude. kid who got found drowned off What's the coast name? of Puerto Rico. Whoa, Sam no, wait Bankman. a minute. Talk to me. Yeah, I got. I got to send you the. the I got to send you the article. I know Julian sent me the article to it, but there was a kid who posted on Twitter. All right, he so said if you find you, you tell the story. The founder of Maker Dow, you're talking about. Yes, right? yes. The no, the so kid, the saying, kid who says if I show up dead, I did not commit suicide, yeah, and then so he showed up drowned. That oh could be boy. Yeah. So he he sent out a tweet. This guy Nikolai something. I'm gonna other, text it to you. And Michael. he's he was one of the co-founders of Maker Dow. He sends out a tweet on October 28th that says something to the effect of I don't have it in front of me, but it's like I'm down in the Caribbean. My girlfriend turned out to be a spy. I am not going to kill myself, but if I died, there's an Israeli U.S. pedo ring or something going on. It sounded a little crazy going going on down here. And then naturally people ran right with Epstein because that was obviously something that happened. Mm. And so two weeks later, you have – it's just weird that FTX and – it's SBF, I but I – what's the guy's name? Sam Bankman. I just texted you. He's right I, up here. Freed. Yeah, Sam Bank Sam Bankman Freed. I was saying it wrong. But Sam Bankman Freed, the CEO of FDX, that whole exchange crashes and he's in the Caribbean, in the Bahamas, and people are just like right away like, oh, it could absolutely have nothing to do with it, but two crypto guys, because by the way, the dude who sent out that tweet found drowned two weeks later or two days later. So actually died. And now this all crashes and every single cryptocurrency, like realm of the industry was tied in some way so to ftx so wow. jim jim they don't want they don't want to hear my comments no this. i want to hear a bit i want to so we got to get back to the bahamas do we I'm need a tinfoil hat for this on the chinese oh, yeah, yeah, i yeah. want to know that yeah no you need to take off your tinfoil hat if you're gonna listen to me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and and freaking julian's got a beautiful tinfoil hat sometimes he does <laughs> i envy it <laughs> wear it did you get the article michael um trying to Hold on. okay so essentially, let's let's start with FTX because I think this okay. is super important, right? So, if you take FTX by itself, right? What was FTX for anybody who who isn't super into crypto? FTX is uh, is argue was arguably the mm -hmm. second largest foreign exchange uh, uh, exchange or currency cryptocurrency open market exchange place mm -hmm. available to anybody in cryptocurrency, mm. right? The first largest is a place called Binance. The second largest was FTX, right? Or was was Sam Bankman Fried Freed's mm. uh, company? Who had Binance? Who was that? Let's get. To I that. heard that right. guy. Let's shady. get to yeah, that yeah. in a second. I heard the Binance guy really shady. Let's get yeah. to that in a second. It's easy. So Binance made a play to buy FTX, mm -hmm. right? That was the play. Everything rallied. Everybody's happy now. What kind of market have we been in for the last nine months? Down market. Six months. Down market. Right. What have cryptocurrencies done for the last six months? Crashed and decreased in value. Mm. Right. And what's FTX looking for? Looking for a way to subsidize the fact that they've lost a shit ton of money. Because when people when they lose money, what that means is people are taking their cryptocurrency out and exchanging it for fiat currency. So if you remember, it's a wonderful life. If you guys remember that the old movie. movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Do you remember the run on the bank? Yeah. Yes. That's that's exactly what happened in cryptocurrency. Yes. People saw their their assets were decreasing in value, so they made a run on the bank and they yeah. started taking their money out. And it well, wasn't there. It wasn't there. Exactly right. When when finance found out it wasn't there, then they pulled out. Do you know what they did before that? Though? So now what you've got what you've got is essentially FTX standing by itself, over leveraged, under resourced, in a crash. Right now, 
So that's that's how the whole crash happened. It has nothing to do with the Bahamas. Has nothing to do with anything else. Do you know about before though? But what what Binance did before? Go ahead. You didn't say it. I did, this is important context. Yeah, yeah. Binance announced, I guess like eight or nine days ago, that they were selling their two point one billion or something reserves of FTT, which is the token of FTX. And they didn't say why, but they said, you know, we'd like to be responsible for the Correct. market and do it in an orderly manner. And that's what that's what that was the main driver to cause people to withdraw it. So then they were looking to buy it, and then they're like, oh no, your balance sheet's fucked. It's sketchy. It's very sketchy. I, I'm not saying it's not sketchy. Now let's go back to the question that Jim asked: Who owns Binance? Mm. Anybody care to guess? CZ. No, I'm going to guess that's not the answer. No, it's a it's it's a Chinese organization. <laughs> and let me ask you this question: Is cryptocurrency legal in China? No, no. It was outlawed two months wait, ago. Wait, I thought mining was mining still alive and well. But they they have no problem using Chinese servers to mine it and then sell it to the United States. Oh. But there is no cryptocurrency allowed inside China until China creates their own state. CBD controlled, mm, right? That's amazing. So basically, if you want, you want, let me put on my tin hat now. You basically have a Chinese firm knowing that they can mess with the market and have zero impact on their own people, make a large reinvestment of currency into the market. What happens when you flood a market with currency? You decrease the value of that yep. currency. So they, they cause a flood, they decrease the value, and then they make two public announcements that basically bring into question. FTX, their only competitor and the second largest crypto company out there. Yeah. Were they looking to crash it? Probably not. They were probably just looking to cause pain the same week as a midterm, you know, on the yeah. verge of whether yep. or not we were going to be going into a recession. They were probably just looking to cause pain at all. But this was in excess of the pain they were looking to create. And now what we essentially have is the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the world is controlled by the Chinese, which is the only country in the world that doesn't use crypto. What's your average? What's your average age of the crypto investor? What generation is that? That's your generation. Twenty-one, maybe. Right. But All right. Twenties. So, so 20s. who? So who are the folks that control these midterms? What voter? What what group? Twenty to twenty-nines. Well, nice, these midterms. Nice, we I have saw nice no job. Idea. Nice job, Chinese. Mm. Yeah. This is it's. The, I see what you're saying. It's a big economic war. Now, am I? Do I see every ghost? As the Chinese, no, I don't see every ghost as the Chinese. But when it comes to I economics, think we should look at it though. When man, it comes to we economics, should look if, if they're they're the folks, yeah. When it comes to economics, oh man, they're savvy. They're super yeah. savvy, and it's really interesting that they're so savvy because in their system, economics works completely differently. Mm -hmm. But when you have one out of every three lawyers studying U.S. law going back to China, they've all got gainful employment when they get there. How effective is China's intelligence apparatus? I mean, I assume it's very effective, but like relative to the CIA relative to the FSB, Mossad, like where, how do you view what China's capable of and, and how they go about doing the job? Cutthroat. That's the difference. Hmm. What we do is really good. What they do is cutthroat. They'll, they have no problem. They have war casualties. They're assassins. Not, yeah, war, war casualties is not an issue. It's 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 a different MO. It's yeah, a different, it's different modus, modus operandi. Yeah, like we're trying to be clandestine. Yes. We try to get in, get out. Nobody knows that we're there. Yep. It's important. The Chinese are bulls in a China shop. They, they want to come in, break everything, and leave a calling card. Because then, <laughs> guess what? Then we talk about it. Right? They left the calling card when they, when they, when they hacked into the uh, Office of Personal Management System with the yes. DOD. 
They stole like mm. 60% of their yeah. records in, in OPM. It, by the and, way, my ex is trying to get a settlement. I mean, I'm like, whatever. And then okay. they told the whole, and then they told the whole world, that. and then they told the whole world we did it. Right. And then the whole world was like, Oh shit. The Chinese can hack into the American like military personnel system. That's how they do it. That's the exact opposite of what Russia does. It's a do it's a totally different MO. They don't need to be clandestine because they basically have a culture where every Chinese person who affiliates with the mainland in any way, no matter where they are in the world, aligns as a mainlander first, right? They're a Chinese something, Chinese American, Chinese French, Chinese whatever, but they're Chinese first. Mm. What is their ultimate goal? Economic superiority. I think, yeah, I think just- It's like 19 to 12 right now. So you think by 2032. It's not me, that's economics. They've passed that. Yeah, GDP, yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, if you, if you just look at if you just look at the numbers that are out there posted by Harvard Business Review, mm. by, you know, uh, Brookings Institute, they're predicted to be the economic superpower by by. Well, Apple's trying to take their their slave yeah. trade out of China and put it in Vietnam now. Trying. They're trying. Are more companies going to do that? Because obviously that's the one thing about COVID I, I don't understand because they've basically with going so with China, I'm talking about going so hard on COVID they shocked the system and forced multinationals around the world, not just in the U.S., to have to evaluate their supply chains within China and adjust to other places, which is literally the opposite of what China should want. No? China knows that they're always going to have... We're calculating time like Americans. <laughs> Americans look at time as like, two years is a long time. Yeah. No, you're right. Right? Yeah. In, even in, in our government, the longest... I think in our government, the longest approved budget is five years. That's right. Is that right? Is there a longer That's budget That's exactly that? right. And then you have the contingency, the holdover that goes on for maybe six months before it's renewed. In China, that. like one man can basically write a line item that lasts 35 years. That's isn't, probably what happened. Isn't that, that a deal? big problem, the problem that we presidents only last four down. years here? They technically presidents only last two years here because then they spend two years right exactly running for re-election, either re running or in second term lame duck. Yeah, you know they're not paying out. attention. No, they have nothing. Yeah, not paying attention. How much power do you think the president has these days? I, I think the president, in large part, has mixed power. Right? There's the executive order power. Because what's happened for like 20 years is Congress has been letting the president make whatever decisions they want to make. We saw Obama create the most executive orders in history until Trump came mm -hmm. around, until Biden came around. Mm -hmm. Like we, we are now to a place where we are basically um, policying through executive orders because, you know, nobody else, unless you own the Senate and the House, it's impossible That's to get exactly anything through. Right. Uh, so the, the president has been getting a lot of power. But their power has always lied with the Congress. Mm. It's just when Congress outsources their power to the executive branch, then they get to they get to claim that it's not their fault when they run for reelection, which they have to do every two years. So what is this story? This is the this is the guy. This is the kid who drowned. Right. What exactly did he say? This Nikolai is Mashigian Balancer Labs. OK, has drowned in Puerto Rico. Local media say he developed. He's the developer of MakerDAO. Scroll down. Keep going. Keep going past this. Keep Died going. as a result of drowning. So yeah, go to tweet. his tweet. There's his tweet. Yep. CIA and Mossad and pedo elite are running some kind of sex trafficking entrapment blackmail ring out of Puerto Rico and the Caribbean islands. They are going to frame me with a laptop planted by my ex-girlfriend who was a spy. 
They will torture me to death. I mean, I think this is pretty, I mean, this is pretty tied up nice in a little bow. Jim, this is, there's no way to question this. (laughs) (laughs) Except it happened on Twitter. He's probably verified. He was not. No, this was before. He drowned before, (laughs) unfortunately. Before he could get Twitter blue. Elon hadn't released it yet. I just don't see how that could possibly happen, you know, without him actually doing it. Um, But drowning is a hell of a way to go. You know what the Bahamas is, right? What, the Bahama Triangle? It's a series of islands. What do you think the most common way of dying in the Bahamas probably is? It's not going to be like getting shot by a gang member. Mm. Do you think STD. a guy who's inventing, dr- do you think guy who's inventing crypto Atlantis. on the computer every day is out there Ed going Borman. for a fucking swim? No, this guy's not going in the water. Come on. I'm thinking a guy who's inventing crypto every day probably got drunk one day, got caught in a riptide, and didn't have what it took to swim back to How shore. How perfectly but Two weeks together. after he posted this tweet? Two days. Two days? I think two weeks. You guys, two days. So you guys are saying two weeks and two days. No, October 28th is the tweet. He was dead by Halloween. You sure he wasn't dressed as somebody else? It's Halloween. <laughs> or did he just, um, or was it like a, like a, was he trying to get attention to commit suicide or something? And just trying I mean, to you're the same, yeah. Andy, you're the same guy who said, yeah, this is right. back in the day. Or you're the same guy who said on a Reddit feed right. when you were doing an AMA, one of the questions was, what does the CIA and they may have said, and other intelligence organizations do that, crosses the line of morals like are they into whether it be like sex trafficking or having to do things that are that are totally insane to be able to get intelligence and you answered it very very honestly I, incredibly honestly you said something to the effect of there are things that make me lose sleep at night that we do that I'd rather not talk about in a reddit forum here which is not no right it's not no if you look at this this, this has so many red flags in it that make me just it does it, that just right. so we've got to take that for what it is like okay. did the guy die two days later yes yeah. is that correlation or is that causation we don't really know right right you tell me that a, you tell me that a potentially unfit guy drowns in the bahamas okay that's unfortunate and then you show me a tweet that says cia and Mossad and pedo elite <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a lot some kind it of sex trafficking but wait but then it gets even better it's a blackmail entrapment ring out of puerto rico so and oh by the way i will be i will be uh, framed by my ex-girlfriend using my laptop because she's a spy okay but you know you know how many perfect things have to line up for this to be true where's the laptop has anybody interviewed the girl? Well, scroll we down. Ask that question. Scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually with, it's with Hunter. Where's it's with Hunter Biden? Exactly. <laughs> scroll down. So yeah, this this has got me not suspicious. Yeah, but of how CIA, do you? But this has got like was the dude knocked off by some like some organized criminal for some other reason? Who knows? Right. This one here. Oh, okay. Oh, this is just dark, dark theme. All right. yeah. <laughs> they yeah. will torture me to death. Yep. What day was this? The same that day. Was the twenty eighth. Yeah. The twenty eighth. It's the same tweet. That oh, was the same so tweet. I missed Dylan, the torture Dylan me to death. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Admittedly, when I hear the words like right. CIA, Mossad, and pedo Sunday elite, night. it seems like a lot. To me. Three possible futures for me: one, suicided by the CIA; two, CIA brain damaged slave <laughs> asset; three, worst nightmare of people who fucked with me up until now. And I am. Sure, these are that's the only it. Options. I mean, that's a tough three. You guys would say, I could <laughs> see, I could see you guys three. taking a trip down memory yeah. lane reading yeah. this one. You're like, suicided, Oh, yeah, I remember that. Suicided by CIA. That's one. I don't like that. CIA brain damage, slave asset. Okay, so I really don't know what happened. I mean, a brain um, damaged slave asset's super useful. Though. It's really good. What <laughs> have we I, done? All right, in, in, be, a, on, in a serious manner, and I don't like see my issue with people online who complain about everything just to do it like the twitterati i can tell you exactly about. why cia wouldn't kill this guy 
not because even, of no, this conversation. Not, that is exactly why they wouldn't touch this guy. And then this reverse psychology person would say, and that's exactly why they would. Yeah, and the reverse psychology, and the, no one believes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the reverse psychology person would never, right, would never have actual insight into what happens at CIA because they specialize in reverse psychology. But the people who are online who just complain about the CIA all day and say like, defund the CIA, defund the FBI, and shit, like. I don't I think that's insane because you you have to have this stuff. You you are you're a powerful country. People out there want this country dead, right? Like there's enemies in the world whether you like it or not, that's what it is. But it doesn't mean that like a guy like me who knows that also wouldn't know or not know. Also wouldn't be able to speculate that perhaps things in this realm happen and by the way if given the context, not that I would ever deserve it because I'm some private guy in a fucking armchair, but if given the context, I'd say, wow, that really sucks, but I get it. Life without CIA or FBI is like life without food and water. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would I would assign CIA is going without CIA is like going without food. Mm -hmm. You're going to last a while. It's just not going to be pretty. Mm. Going without FBI, yeah, that's like luck. going without water. Mm. You know what this country would turn into in about three days without the Federal Bureau of Investigation doing what it does? I mean... Well, you correct I, me if I'm wrong, man. I but. think you're absolutely right. Uh, my issue is just the leadership at the top at this point, I think, needs to be. We don't have the meticulous. Well, let me not say that. That's not true. We, we have a, a good portion of the bureau who is meticulous about their investigations. We have a good portion of the agency who is meticulous about their asset collection and how they utilize that information and report it. Um, I think. The, the biggest problem that I see is those folks that are leading the charge that have become politicized, especially in my organization, you know, have become politicized to, to getting the huge headline. Hey, guys, make sure you hit that link in the description below and go subscribe to my buddy Danny Jones's podcast, Concrete, which is a great podcast. If you haven't seen it before, that is where we filmed this episode and it will be available in its entirety on Monday, November 21st. So if you're watching this after that, go check it out now and enjoy.